keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Evan Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining us today, as always, is Sergeant Slaughterhouse. I love Scotty hearing you Chaps. get out of breath by just saying your name. <laughs> Like the complete exhaustion. I, worked, I, I went on fucking two hikes this weekend, motherfucker. That was this weekend. It's Wednesday. It, well, and then I did some uh, aerobic workouts. Oh, yesterday. that's good for you, man. Yeah. You bent over and picked something up. And <laughs> yeah, actually, and joining us for the first time, a, a lapsed wrestling fan. He is an actor you've seen on The Deuce, Inside Amy Schumer, and you? Alternatino, which is a show I wrote on. Ryan Farrell, everybody. Hello, fellas. How are you doing, up, man? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, thank Happy you for doing this. You. Thank you for going through all this fucking shit. No, I'm excited. I always, uh, when I give it to, uh, when we give this stuff to a new person, it's just like... So sorry. Well, I appreciate so you saying sorry. lapsed wrestling fan, Lapsed too, wrestling fan. you know, fan. I, yeah, for a lot of years, I grew up in Calgary... Uh, with the uh, the the whole Hart family yeah. thing yes, there, and wrestling. I was just in it. I'm like okay on the current product. Yeah, but thank you for saying that. I appreciate well, it. You know, yeah, I didn't want to like make you make it put it, put like expert pressure on you. Yeah, you yeah know? I appreciate it. Much appreciated. All right, let's start with the ten count. Number one, the biggest wrestling news of the week: John Moxley is out for All Out. Boo him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I thought this. We we all talked about this being a real possibility. That yeah, he from was, Jump Street, people were like, "That's not a good idea." Because he's been wrestling a very safe style for years, yeah, and I mean, then he's going up against Ishii, who in New Japan, where he's just like headbutting his jaw. <laughs> yeah. So this isn't really an injury, though. That is like from going too crazy. Because I was looking at this, and I yeah. think I've had this twice. Oh, it's like a staph infection. Yeah, right? yeah. How and do you? How, I don't even understand. Do I don't know it? what a staph. I don't know how to spell it. I don't know how to. It's okay. S T A P H. I okay, think that's what it is. But it's like MRSA or something like that. Yeah. But it's basically yeah, staph infection. And I got it. It can happen by like the tiniest little scrape. I think it's typically like knee or elbow. Yeah. And then uh, it just starts. It's really fucked up. Like it, it comes on like very slowly. Um, yeah. But it gets bright red and big and Infected. it's like and, fa- and like so hot to touch um that well then he definitely got it from the jersey match against big Cass. <laughs> Cass and enzo gave him that shit then it's one of those things Can't if you brush up Japanese. against anything like it's gonna hurt like pretty bad so um but yeah i don't know i feel like you can you can see that coming on so i'm surprised like he wasn't able to do something about it earlier well it was something that he had previously right yeah i mean is that what took him out the first time I don't know. I, I, I'm, yeah, I guess it, I should have done is, research. It's a big loss, and everybody's talking about Pac. I think it's a loss to casual fans, like to fans who were like, "I want to see a WWE guy fight this guy." Yeah, uh, I mean, the work rate between a Pac and Kenny Omega match is unquestionably going to be better. Yes, I agree. Unquestionably, it's going to be a better match. Be the match of the night, and that's what I want. But at the same time, you don't have that fucking draw that I'm telling you. Yes, of course, everybody bought these tickets because. They're all in, right? For all right, out or whatever the hell. Right. But and it is there was also a lot of people again. who were like, I love Dean Ambrose. I love John Moxley. I want to be a part of this. Yeah. And now they have a fucking flight to Chicago and no Moxley. Well, they're streaming it live, and I do think CM Punk's going to come Why back. do you think that, you man? I've just, I, I have some sources that I've heard Ooh. that. Really? I've, ha- I've heard some, I've have some sources. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think you have I sources. I have some sources. I know that Sasha, that not Sasha, Jesus, uh, that's racist, that AJ Lee has been working out a lot. 
Oh, so you think she's coming back? You think that's part of the deal? I th- I don't know. I just I've I've wow. heard rumblings that they've both. Oh, been now in the they're rumblings. There's rumblings. <laughs> There's I can't, rumblings don't from quote your me sources. On it, but- but Pre- also, you're also a man who like confuses dreams you had with <laughs> <laughs> I've totally done that. I've totally done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would love for that to happen. I will say this that's making me think Punk is returning. Uh, all week, like all those guys connected to AEW, the Jim Rosses, stuff like that. I know he's doing an interview for StarCast, and sure, right. this could be why. But like Jim Ross this week on his podcast, it's like a career retrospect of like, who is CM Punk and why does he matter? And it's mm. like Oh, why would you? Do you really want people buying Starcast? Like, it's yeah. Who gives a shit? Honestly. Well, I think he gets a cut of that. You think Jim Ross gets a cut of it? Well, he's making an appearance. Mm, I don't know, man. So he hasn't been back since like his UFC. It's been five and a half years, I think. I could be wrong. No, yeah, five, yeah, five and a half years. And I really hope if he comes back, they use him sparingly. I hope they use him. In a Brock Lesnar type way, yeah. Because like, he, sorry, go ahead. no, no, go. No, I going. feel like people typically when they come back from that, don't they come back with a little bit better attitude? Is that what happened to Brock? Like they're a little bit more. No, no really. I mean, not with Brock, Brock came Brock. back just like Brock like came back. Kind of. Brock came back with no attitude. He just came back with uh, money on his mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, don't just call give me Heyman a lot of an money. accountant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not Paul. Oh, Paul Heyman. Yes. But he, I, he, he wasn't like. He didn't come back for the love of the game. He just came back to make a ton of money. For that right. But I don't think he's been a dick to anybody either. Well, Punk was like notoriously bitter when right. he left. And was he and I just wonder hopefully that'll like go away if he does come back. Yeah, I well and, and so what Dan said, I think the only way I think Punk it's just in him. I think mm-hmm. he's like a very irritated guy. He that's, that's how he like expresses him. himself. And I think the less he comes around the less problem you'll see with him arguing with someone backstage or right. someone a fucking right. amateur. I mean, all these guys, when it comes to television, are kind of amateurs. So he's going to be sitting there going, what the fuck is happening? Like, that's going to happen. But these guys have to be understanding. They have to go, oh, man, we are getting used to this. We are getting used to television. There will right. be mistakes. I don't see Punk being okay with a mistake happening, which, you know, kind of worries me if he does Well, I think we're going to notice a couple things that WWE does right and... AEW is going to have to learn when they do a weekly show, but we're only going to notice that. Yeah, I think it's going to be mostly camera angle shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, And did you like Kenny Omega's kayfabe response? What did you think, Dan? Yeah, I liked it. I'm glad that not everybody fucking said, oh, feel better. Yeah, I mean, there is something. What were you going to say? What did he say? He, I mean, he says he said, "I wish I could make you feel better, tell you feel better," but it was something like, "Yeah, it was." Like, it wasn't so, like it was like almost like hot girl bitchy. <laughs> so, for, for anyone that didn't listen to it or watch it, um, he's acting as if he's cutting a promo on Moxley, like they're there to record him, prep, mm-hmm. like you know, kind of cutting a promo for the match with Moxley. And then this guy walks out, and he's like, hey, Mo- Moxley's out, man. Moxley's out. You know, and it's like, what? And he's like, Cody didn't text me. And then it's like, no, look, yeah, blah, 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 blah right? And then it's, it's like, fun. and then it's like, all right, should we not do it? He's like, no, I'm Mike. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. And then he's just like kind of calls out Moxley for like how disrespectful are you for like having like, you know, you wrestle 24 days in Japan. Like that's too much. Then you go to the indies, then this. Like, you didn't, you don't take this company seriously because if you did, you'd be preparing for it, not wrestling on the fucking indies and checking off this list, which sounds awesome. Uh, but Kenny speaks in a way that's, I don't know. I can't explain it. He's not the greatest promo. He's not the greatest But I will promo. say this he, he, he does get like repetitive. a magical villain in. What's that uh, David Bowie movie with Jennifer Connelly? Uh, the Dark Crystal or Labyrinth? Labyrinth. He speaks like one of those yeah, it's, type of characters. I, I think being in Japan so long and he did learn the Japanese language that like when he does speak English now, it's like kind of too clear. Yeah. It's like very proper where you go like, like is this dub? fucking... Yeah. There's something like uh, Broadway about it. Hollywood villainy. Yeah. And also, he's supposed to be a good guy, and this is a heel promo, dude. People want Moxley to get better. Like, no one's mad he did the G1. I think Kenny's better as a heel. So. He is better as a heel. Uh, it's Yeah, I guess it's fucking interesting to see where they take it. I will say this, though. I, I listened to it again today, and because the first time around, I was like, this is repetitive. Right. It kind of got repetitive. But then you go, oh, no, when someone's actually angry 
and they're acting like they're reacting for the first time, which he's doing. They like people are repetitive. When you're frustrated, right. you do kind of just repeat yourself and get flustered, and that's what happened. And so, sure, since it was like an off the cuff thing, yeah, I will accept it. Scott accepts it. He accepts it right. <laughs> I'm excited for Pac and Kenny, though. I mean, if they give it the time. I just want to interrupt and say, if you want to see like a really bad villain performance, which is a little off topic, I watched Cliffhanger for the first time last week. I don't think I've first ever seen time. Cliffhanger. First time, and John oh. Lithgow in that movie is, and he says it's like the worst performance he's ever oh. delivered. And but he said it's also the most fun he's ever had filming a movie. Mm-hmm. He like did one of those things. It was just in Italy, but like literally, there's a line that goes. Do you want to kill me, Travis? Well, you'll have to get in line. <laughs> like that's all his cadence. It's like this weird in between American and British. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, like when you like, you've probably worked with that as actors. Like, have you ever worked with a guy? Where you're like, what fucking accent is this? I feel like, uh, yeah, that's definitely happened. Like you're trying, you're trying to like, like fucking place it. God, I was just watching something recently where that was happening too. Oh, I just watched Inglorious Bastards again last night. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a bit, there there's a bit of that happening in there. There's a bit of that happening in there. Yeah. Holy shit! Remember when Tarantino makes a cameo in uh, Django and, and he just like has Australian? like an Australian accent and like <laughs> it's like I don't care what anybody says. No one fucking knows that Australians were like in the country at that time. Like, I don't care. I don't care. No one ever knew that until that happens in the movie. So you just go, "What the fuck is happening? Why is there an Australian in the yeah. Wild West?" I'm glad he wasn't in the last one. That's probably one of the only things I was glad about with that movie. True, true. Number two, Ronda Rousey joins Total Divas. Dan's excited about this. Well, I had to put it as number two. It's big news if you're into that fucking shit. It is. You're right. It is big news uh, in the sense that she's connected to the company still and doing something that you go, like, that's fucking embarrassing and corny to do that, right? Yeah. Like... How the mighty have fallen kind of thing for her in particular? Well, for me, it's a thing as a wrestling fan going, oh, she'll totally go wrestle again because she's embarrassing herself enough as it is. Like, she's clearly, she doesn't care about how she's perceived anymore. So, lapsed wrestling fan question. So, this is a show that's kind of like Real Housewives, but for Divas. Absolutely. Would that be accurate? for Divas, yeah. It's exactly what it is. Even though they're called like wrestlers now and, and it's people right. super it. scripted people love it my sister watches it she like knows about female wrestlers because of it it's just kind of weird because ronda rousey herself like i don't know maybe she'll be good on the show it's just sometimes you see those interviews and you're like this is really like you're you're really not she, she's like like a bully yeah she, <laughs> she comes yeah. off kind of cruel and kind of like a bully really uh so yeah i don't know how she's going to be perceived in this i'm assuming they filmed it while she was wrestling yeah, and she was also like doing movies and shit. And I wonder if you become, uh, you get that attitude, you have that attitude for someone like her. If you have that attitude, then you know, get into the UFC. Or she got that attitude from beating the shit out of people so many times. Like started then acting yeah, like a bully. Yeah. What came first? I wonder. I, I, I wonder that for all of them. Uh, her. What came first is like her mom being like, "You're gonna train to be a fucking fighter." <laughs> yeah, I think and anyone who fights, like, yeah, you find out they started fighting at like eleven, and Oof. it's just like, oh, that was that's torture. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where it comes. Because well, I don't know how Nate Diaz would do. I love Nate Diaz. I don't know how he'd do on a reality show. Yeah, you, you couldn't. <laughs> Like imagine like Nate Diaz on Chris Lee knows best or something like <laughs> that. Be pushing over cameras. And yeah, shit. Be, yeah. Like calling things like stupid. Did she start at eleven? Like was it roughly that age? No, she I started early. Know, I know her mom ooh. had it into it. I mean, I could pull it up, but uh, it was very early. I mean, she was she was in the Olympics for judo, so yeah. You know, it's like dance mom stuff. All it's, these like boxers and yeah. stuff. I mean, it most of them. Dance, you know, it's yeah, I mean, similar. their moms aren't present for a lot. You know, a lot of like, but it's like yeah, these like poor like boxing is just like it's typically. Poor kids taken in by some guy who wants to train young men to fight. It's like very <laughs> creepy. It's odd. It's very bizarre. Uh, number three, our segment, Creative Has Nothing For You. Is Drew McIntyre's push dead? He lost in a very good match to Ricochet. If you haven't seen it, check the match out. Uh, I think this is match. a case of... A it was great. Yeah. I think it's a case of WWE going, well, the King of the Ring is happening, and this doesn't count as part of storylines like so it doesn't build and push and whatever it doesn't it's irrelevant it's like outside the canon yeah dude WWE sucks at like 
really sticking to the script and their plans and what they want to do. And so their excuse is like, well, this doesn't isn't part of it. And you kind of start getting a sense of it within like yeah. the second week of like, oh, this is something that's happening outside of your world. And yeah, you'll like reference it. I but don't know, until man. You crown, He's lost a the lot. whole goal is like they have whoever they have in mind. He they lost want that to Cedric. To he had he lost to Roman repeatedly. He lost to Taker and Roman. It just seems like his star is kind of He's on the decline. Did he do something? Like, was there any like backstage heat or anything? I don't think so. Set? I think he's pretty well respected backstage, huh. and he's got the look that Vince wants. Mm. I think that it's just that there's not, you know, like he's great in the ring. His promos are fine. He does the perfect WWE scripted promo like Charlotte Flair, but that still means that there's nothing special. It's not like a Samoa Joe or a Paul Heyman promo where they take that WWE mm. promo and then they elevate it. Uh, and I think Drew has that problem where he's he like checks all the, he comes in he's a great worker he checks in all the boxes but he doesn't add that extra whatever that extra spice I guess yeah. to, which I'd go well that's not why he's getting a push but then you have fucking Seth Rollins as the goddamn champion yeah I mean that guy can't talk for shit sucks <laughs> backwards hack Piece of shit but you know what will give you a big push Blue Chew guys remember the days <laughs> when you were always ready to go. Now you can in increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. You want some extra confidence in bed, Scott? No. Yes, oh, I do. Yes, you do for the purposes for, yeah, of Yeah, for them the purpose of this promo, Fucking I do. advertising yeah. on I gotta the show. I got to drop that ego. Dumbass. Of course I Blue need it. com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Don't go to the fucking shell station and pick up some weird red packet with a bull on it, guy. Get some get some blue chew. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, but not too full of a stomach, okay? I've eaten... Like, I've, I've been too fat to fuck before, so <laughs> just, just putting that out there. And since they're chewable, they work up... To they work up to twice as fast as pills, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Arouses. Or arouses. Uh. Hey, now. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence, where counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They're made in the U. It is. It is a weird like thing. When dude, I, I still get uncomfortable buying condoms. I'm a fucking loser. You what? You I get nervous about buying condoms. Oh, yeah. Buying. Yeah, I get like ner like I remember in high school, every time I bought condoms, I would like buy extra yeah. things to like Shit. make it funny. Some gummy bears. No, yeah, I, I remember I got whipped cream and I was just like like my friend was there and I'm like, "Hey man, come grab get the other thing." Like it was like a goof. Was like a, a free, they're just like, yeah, oh, I'm like that's funny just and they're just like this other. guy's gay. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, well that's, you know, whatever." In Jersey, that was like the funniest thing. Yeah, it's like he's joke. Yeah, it was. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess they just thought I was gay looking back at yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, they're like, all right, this guy just wants to put like whipped cream on his balls. <laughs> well, anyway, blue chew. <laughs> but no, I, <laughs> I have like, uh, yeah. But I'm at, I'm, I'm like, hey, do you have the? Uh, uh, it's fine. I'm okay asking for condoms. You but then I'm for like, them? I say, yeah. I said, will <laughs> this protect uh, a girl from my syphilis? I say that <laughs> really loud, and then they, that, then it gets awkward. Uh, blue, <laughs> they're made in the USA, and since blue chew prepares and ships direct they're cheaper than a pharmacy right now we've got a special deal for our listeners visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code total f and marks just pay five dollar shipping again Wait, that's bluechew.com <laughs> promo code total f and marks there we go to try it free blue chew is the better cheaper faster choice and thank you for sponsoring our podcast Hell yeah. I've never heard of that. I might have to try it. Oh, dude, I've tried nope. it. Just yep. for, like, goofs, you know? It's There's no shame. You know? It's pretty solid. <laughs> Not because your dick doesn't work. No, my dick works, I'm telling you. I'm a young man. It works <laughs> just fine. Just but for it, goofs. I but it's fun it's to, like, try things. Goof. My buddies, we just all took some blue chew. Just for goofs. <laughs> just for it's hilarious. Yeah, we all sat around just fucking furiously <laughs> masturbating as a goof. <laughs> as a goof. All right, number four, Bray Wyatt calls out Sting. Hell he yeah. He also called out uh, Braun Strowman today, or Braun Strowman called out him. Well, yeah, because they leaked. Were you excited about a Bray Wyatt and Sting match? 
I'm excited for a fiend sting match. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, I mean, look, I'm excited for anybody to like look across the ring at Sting. There's something fun about that. Yeah, there is fun. And then the bell rings and you go, ah, God damn it, what's happening? Why did we agree to this? I think Sting and Taker is still the match I'd want to see before the Fiend and Sting. That's going to happen, right? You think it has to. I think to. it's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That's what sucks. Over there? Why? Yeah. Because they have to, like, they I think deliver? The, the deal they've made with the Crown Prince is like, we're going to bring you something really big every time. Because originally... Like the Crown Prince was like, "Hey, I want uh, Yokozuna, Ultimate Warrior, and the Undertaker," and he was like, uh, "Well, one of those guys is alive, and yeah. we'll make sure he's there." So I think that that's why they had Undertaker Goldberg, and then they had like you know Shawn Michaels return. Uh, yeah, they tried to do something like big and flashy yeah. for place. you know the murderer <laughs> that's paying them. And apparently, like they make more money doing that than like WrestleMania, right? Like that's yeah. how much money Jeez. they make doing it. The, these Saudis are just throwing money at them, so they put on these dream matches. But it's guys yeah. who like you don't want to so see wrestling. Beyonce anymore. like fucking performs for a dictator. Yeah, shit. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody does it. I wonder how much it would take for... And, and by the way, though... How much though, would it take for you to do stand-up uh, for, like, a dictator? I mean, you know me, bro. Look, I would do it... $10,000? <laughs> I mean, if it's, like, if flight is included, yeah, I'm not hotel. lying. It's just, like, pay my pay a few of my bills. So five grand? No, no, like $900. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the twist, dude, because you know I'm a rebel, bro. I'm, yeah. ca I'm calling out that dictator. You're not fucking calling out. I'm oh. calling out the dictator. Man, would, he's not alive anymore. God rest his soul. I don't know. <laughs> the guy who was happy being compared to Hitler. Uh, but he would put you on a fucking meat hook. Yeah. Well, guess what, dude? Getting put on a meat hook. But my bills are getting that paid. Would be ironic, Dude, you, you know I would do with that. Meat hooks every day. You know I'm the guy who would talk shit to the dictator. Say it into the mic. You are not the yes, guy I'm that would talk guy. shit to a dictator. <laughs> That's all I have. A dictator. All a dictator I have and is absolute recklessness. Guard, That's all I have. Armed guards. Yeah, armed guards, dude. I get it. I know that you don't have to add the armed guards part. I get the part where I might die. So after. you would be prepared to be put on meat hooks. Like, you know, yes, you would because go I've out. gotten to the point in my life where I mm -hmm. go. That's the moment like that's maybe if I was younger, you would, I'd go. Well, maybe something else is it's for just me. there's so much wrong. You with would be a legend only doing it for nine hundred dollars. I think that's the number one. <laughs> but that would make you even more legendary in a way. Yeah, it's exactly. like he, he like did this and they, they strung him up. And his and he, family yeah. only got nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It. Use and that Trump to ship his step body in on back. your behalf. He'd be like, well, he says some yeah. disrespectful things. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> be a legend. I would. Number five, Sasha's first promo as a superhero was a work shoot, but did it work? Ah, shoot. By my cadence. Like that? I <laughs> don't think it did. I, I fucking, thought it worked initially. I and then Sasha she said WrestleMania too many times. I love Sasha in the ring. Uh, I, I, you know, I love her look. I love the fucking music. All right, calm down. All right, I, thought, I, think she's pretty. <laughs> I just love Sasha I think she's Banks. Pretty. But I did not think her. I just don't think she's strong at promos, man. It she started off inflection. good. And then she was like, yeah, I was mad at WrestleMania. And then Ronda Rousey makes money at WrestleMania. Mm. And WrestleMania, I was sad at WrestleMania. Like, she just, yeah. and it's like, oh, you don't know how to speak properly. I feel like, like there's, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, there's, no, please. There's like a lot of weak promos today, I feel like. And I just Period. like watching yep. her do this one in particular, like just uh, as an actor too, like I see a moment where yeah. it's almost like I can see where she gets really insecure and like yeah. really loses confidence in it too. And it just like just tanks the whole thing. Yeah, you, you could yeah. see her. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You could see like her heart kind of sink. Yeah. Dude, in moments put, a moment of like, oh, this isn't not, going well. I'm not here right now. If yeah. you put, because yeah. you're in good shape right now, Ryan. But if you put on, like, if you started, like, fucking putting on some real weight, mm -hmm. you know, and some real muscle, you could be a top guy. Yeah, you if you could physically you take be a top it. guy, dude. <laughs> like, seriously, because the bar is so fucking low with acting and wrestling. Or for, like, pro I'll come in with, like, a strong promo and then, like, learn the rest later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like well, Stephen so Armel. You know, it used to be you, you tell a guy, like, Stone Cold or something, hey, look, you're fighting Bret Hart. This is why you're mad. You got three minutes to talk about it and now it's like here is your script memorize it by 9 15 you know whatever mm -hmm. and then they have to do that and i think these people are so focused on memorizing something that was handed to them that day yeah which memorization is a whole different like, skill 
completely. It is a different. If you're trying to hold yourself to the exact wording of it, you're going to get nervous. You're going to tank. If you just learn it in terms of like beats, which I, I bet these guys like Stone Cold and even like Bret Hart, who wasn't a, a strong promo, like is still a better promo than half these people today. Absolutely. You know, they just know the beats, go out there and just hit the points hit they want to hit. the fucking beats, man. And, yeah. and that's what and sucks. This is a because bigger question, though. If promos were less scripted, who would do better and who would do worse? I mean, a lot of people would do better, but are there people you think would actually do worse? Lars Sullivan, maybe? <laughs> yeah, there's some guys who just have no idea that why they they're need, there. Yeah, they go, they wait, why need, am I fighting him? I actually don't know I, shit about anything. I need the exact anything. words. Yeah. Who, who would that be? Yeah, a Lars. I, I, dude, I don't think a, a Braun Strowman would probably... Any large that, man. I think there's a... <laughs> if you're, like, truly a giant, I think you should have shit written for you. Yeah. Also, I think there's something to be said for... Uh, I mean, I know the thing today is, like, you got to... You got to be this this good of an athlete. You got to have a good promo. I think there's something to be said for people who just didn't used to speak. There's just more yeah. power in the silence. Absolutely. Like I think Kane kind of sunk when he started to talk too. Yeah. Like a guy like that, or yeah. like, uh, I mean, even like a less intimidating dude, but like AJ like, Styles or something. Like I think is uh, I don't think he's a very good promo dude. I don't either. Just, like, I, I like his promos, and I don't know why. No. It's just that I think that like. He's speaking like he would speak to you, mm. which is a flat earther. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he's like speeding like a, like a like a dumb southern guy who's really good at wrestling. Right, yeah. right. I like him as a heel. He's funny. Yeah, you know, there's like really a. I, I actually loved the uh, the Eddie Guerrero moment on Raw this week when he kind of dropped to the ground and it looked like Braun hit him oh, with yeah, the chair. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He tells a really phenomenal well, story in the ring. Yeah, he does. He does. But, but as far uh, as like great promos now that are in WWE. I mean, Joe is probably number one, right? I mean, they yeah. they don't even have appealing natural voices. Like some people, Joe does. that's true. Yes, but like some people, when they speak, you go, "Oh, what's that?" I mean, these yeah. are just regular ass Becky fucking Lynch people has a great promo. who like does, work yeah. out every goddamn day. They have no actual social life. Like, in order to cut a good promo, like you got to go out sometimes. Like Kevin these are guys who promo. all they do is work out and eat it's fucking almost, steamed chicken and. Yeah. Sometimes like, you just look at these guys and then or or or, or gals. You know, and, and you're expecting a different voice to come out of them. Like, yeah. To your point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Shit. Oh, also, I'm sorry to stay on this Sasha thing, but also it is a it's like a worked shoot, meaning like she's saying something that we know is true. She really did have a fit backstage. She really did fucking leave because right. she was angry. And then to say it where it's like, oh, you memorized a thing. It's like you lived this. Why are you not just so it be? Well, it, that's what you got to lean into. It's yeah. Extra bad because you're going. Oh, so. Why are you here? Are you still well, unhappy? I think what the that, fuck are you doing? I, I think the reasoning behind her bringing up the money at WrestleMania was they're like, well, we want Becky to be a face, so we need to bring the money up to make sure she's a heel. Mm. I don't know. That, I mean, that's Ass. my only thought. Sasha fucked up. That was like the Matt Hardy thing. Like when Matt Hardy came back after oh, Edge You can kiss my ass! He just stunk. <laughs> I kind of liked it, but, you know, I don't know. I'm a Matt Hardy mark. <laughs> Number six, sex, sex Rollins, sex Rollins. That's probably a name on the indie circuit somewhere. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch get engaged. Also, Seth Rollins has never heard of mint chocolate chip ice cream. I just thought that that was the weirdest thing. Like mint and chocolate, they don't go together. Yeah, mint chocolate chip ice cream is the fucking it's best. It's like ice a classic, classic flavor. It's probably <laughs> one of the first three flavors. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the that's the, my go-to ice cream flavor. Yeah, that's got to be a red flag for Becky. I would say. I agree. I don't think they're going to last at all. Six months is too soon. If they dated six months, they're engaged? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I think so. Something there's not like a that. lot of happy marriages. Well, also, it's just like... Wrestling. It's like hurting no. the, their characters somehow. If they divorce and they, no one gets killed, it's a... Ha it's a That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't want to say it, but there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I think it's what Stephanie and Triple H are the, the only case so far. Of yeah, being and like you got to assume that like they're they have fucking people together. They have an arrangement. Yeah, yeah no, Sheamus, I think it's just like get women. Sheamus and they is both like fucking fuck Triple H. Like Stephanie, Stephanie was a strap on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happening. That's oh, definitely God. happening. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's too soon. That's too soon to uh, get engaged. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, let's assume they they also like knew each other. So I get that. True. I mean, I guess I got engaged after I've known Sarah for a while. We dated, I guess, like eleven months. We got engaged. No shit. Yeah, it's pretty pretty quick. Yeah, that's quick as fuck. Yeah, it's still like double. She's gonna fucking kill me like Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not gonna last. And they both have got really fucking shit ever since they started dating. 
they've gotten a lot of shit. No, no, they got really shit. Well, Becky hasn't gotten real stink. shit. Some of her promos are still fucking good. Uh, and that SummerSlam main event was real good. But yeah, she's okay. Brock, you can't you can't just completely tear them apart. Whatever, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, SmackDown recap. I just wanted to go through like the main things that happened last I liked night. Parts of it. Can I say that? I thought it was a good show. Yeah, thought it was a good. Show. I mean, look, there was it was a rewritten four issue. hours beforehand by Vince. Yeah, that's the story. Well, he he did he did all right. He did all right. But God damn it, that rain that Roman Reigns, uh, Daniel Bryan. I liked it this week. It made no sense. When he what slapped the, the shit of out of Rowan, that so was cool. What? Okay, and then what happened? He walked out to the ring, got the worst spear. That was ever. a great spear. Terrible I spear. He like lands on his ass. Wasn't fucking good. It looked real. And you still you leave the episode going, what the fuck is happening in this storyline? I don't know. I, I I I'm 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 down for it. I thought Orton. Um, something we probably both can agree on. Randy Orton reading the letter. Uh, to Kofi's kid from Kofi's kid was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Randy Orton rules now, man. How, how old's Kofi's kid supposed to be? It'd be like six, I guess. Yeah, six this is a really well written letter for yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. very well. Yes, yes. I this agree. kid is going to be a genius. Yeah, yeah. this kid is going to yeah. be. He's the next. Yeah, it's Bobby like how do you Fisher. not know how to write for a fucking kid? It's so strange. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they fuck up on so many levels. <laughs> and this is a SmackDown we liked. Wasn't it the wording like something like, and not only am I a fan, uh, am I his number one fan, I'm his son. Like, or something like that. Like a six-year-old <laughs> yeah. would never write. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess also the idea, we're idiots. The idea is that the kid didn't write it. That Randy yeah, wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But if so Randy wrote it, idiots. he would have been more of like a dick. He's like, also, like, you have a bigger that. dick than my dad. <laughs> what? He <laughs> wouldn't say that. I don't know. Randy Orton would probably write that in there. He's that kind of guy. I would have liked to see a... a yeah, Let's a kid know how big his dick <laughs> yeah. is? I could tell from the trunks that your dick is bigger than my dad's dick. I could see Randy... Oh, he would definitely do something. Randy would definitely do something. What's up with your weird sunken chest, Dad? Yeah, he would say that. <laughs> Oh, Dad, remember when you pretended you were from Jamaica when you went to Boston College? Oh yeah. God. How am I going to explain that to people when I grow up? <laughs> <laughs> ah, and one thing I, re- I did want to talk about from SmackDown, I'm not on board with this fucking Kevin's Owen, Kevin Owens face turn yet. Why not, bro? The promos are weak. <sighs> it's just they're just trying to – his promos are great, but they're just trying to make him into the next – Stone Cold, and he's just got to be the next Kevin Owens and that whole stun Owens stun thing. No, uh, so I that was a weak ass stunner stunners. on fucking Elias, man. Yeah, and uh, him like snooping around. This is this for me is clear why it's not working. Him snooping snooping around the chair. Oh yeah, and there was no pop. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. That that that, mm. that for me is like imagine if Stone Cold did that. Oh my would god, fucking People go crazy. What do you uh? What do you think's harder to pull off, a, a face turn or a heel turn? Face turn. Face turn. Without a doubt, it's hard to get people to love you. It's really they're, they're easy even to get making it. It's awkward. They're what they're doing with Buddy Murphy is awkward because I guess he kind of had a face turn this week when he like he shook, shook Ali's, Ali's hand. hand, which was a fantastic match yeah, by the way. Yeah, it was great. I mean, those guys don't know how to put on a bad match. Um, that was a situation where Buddy Murphy lost, and it wasn't like Drew. I didn't think that he suffered from it. No, not at all. At all, you know? Number eight, the 24-hour title changes three times at the Fox studio. Here's my biggest takeaway from this was, like, there's supposed to be these big-ass, like, intimidating wrestlers, and right behind Elias was this gigantic Fox football robot, the yeah. NFL robot, who looks like he could beat up any of Anybody. them. And you have Drake Maverick, and then he just like stands there awkwardly. Like, it would have been way cooler if the robot won the title. That'd yeah, be amazing. Oh my awesome. God. And this was clearly like to promote the Fox, you know, the SmackDown move to Fox and all that, right? I mean, yeah. it's and that guy won the title, right? That was actually good. He was good. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. It is, it is. Like, that's a title that it's like, just use it for publicity, I guess. Like, yeah. 
do it on late night. Do you know, like whatever, just like abuse the fucking it. title. So, lapsed wrestling fan. This is like the hardcore yeah. title. Right? Yes, without yeah, without the like the fucking the hardcore like, aspect, the, of har- it. the sloppy yeah. hardcore. It's just like wherever. Yeah, it's a silly title. It's, it's like silly. funny. I kind of yeah, I kind of like. Slapstick. I like that there's a ref just always there. Yeah, it's fun. That. There's yeah, something fun great. about it. The yeah. only thing they botched about it was Mick Foley being the one who introduced it. They should have had somebody yes. who's more of like a uh, like somebody who was less serious introduce like Scotty Too Hot. He should have fucking introduced the title. Yeah, and also it's like the ugliest title in the world. So you're introducing this idea and you're looking at the worst belt ever made. But now I kind of love it. Well, now it makes sense because yeah. it's like, yeah, this is also silly. Of course, that's going to be silly. Yeah. Is there any incentive to having the belt besides that you just are a belt holder? No. No. That's no. it. There's no you're on prestige. TV. It's helped yeah. Drake Maverick's career quite yeah. a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. Number nine, all out predictions. Hell yes. Let's get to it. Are you watching on Saturday, guys? I it's am. Free. I don't know where. Uh, I don't know how. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be at Magoobies this weekend doing comedy in Baltimore, but I'm gonna fucking watch it right after. I wonder if you can watch the replay. Maybe I'll just watch it in the fucking. Do you know what you're gonna do, you piece of shit? I'm gonna cancel the shows and watch it. Uh, <laughs> AEW World Championship match: Chris Jericho versus Adam Hangman Page. I originally was gonna say Jericho, but I'm gonna make a bold prediction Uh-oh. and say that they're gonna put the belt on Page. Why do you think that? I think they're going to do it so Moxley can beat him on the first uh, show. The first show. Yeah. Moxley wins the title. Wins the title. Whoa. That's bold. No, I don't think so. All right. Oh, wait. Well, the championship is being defended, right? Like the second show? On the the second show show or something like that. Yeah, but I think on the first show. Why not bump it to the first show? When does that start again? October October 2nd or 11th or something like that. First show, hey. That's That's their first show. But October 2nd, you have him... Which is very soon. You have Moxley win the title from Hangman. Sure, that would be awesome. I like Hangman winning because one, I do think he's a genuinely good wrestler. I think he's very good. I've seen him, you know, New Japan. He's had great matches, and it's like a fresh face, and it's like it's interesting. You turn on the show, you see this young guy, you go, "What the fuck is happening?" But at the same time, from a business standpoint, to see Jericho holding the title, you have a heel with the championship, so you get to cheer for a face. To it beat makes him. more sense. I know this is a wild prediction, but I'm saying like if Hangman Page and then Punk comes back as a fucking heel and then gives him a GTS. Okay, yes, there's something cool about then, that. And then that's okay, it. Okay. I don't think if, you had the title on Hangman fucking, Page for a if while. If your guy is right, right? If your source is right and CM Punk is coming back, let Hangman win only because I don't want CM Punk attacking Jericho. Because then it's we're just watching the WWE. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, sure, have Hangman win. That, and, then, and then, oh my goodness, Punk comes out and fucks him up. Yeah, maybe gives him like a handshake. You fucking deserve it, and then just beats the shit out of him. No, because why would Punk come out and shake it? He literally needs to run out and drop the motherfucker. It yeah. needs to be boom. This Kenny needs to Omega be, versus pa- Pac. I think Kenny's gonna win because Pac had so much bad publicity from the last time. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I'm assuming like they'll you know they'll say this match has a 30 minute time limit. Like they'll do before right. all the matches and at like 28. This is what I'm hoping. 28 minutes. Omega wins. What do you guys think? I'm sorry about Jericho and Hangman. Do you guys you guys both have Jericho in this? Well, I don't. Do you think it's gonna end the show? I mean, I guess if Punk comes to. out, it has to. It does. It's, it's, it's the title. It's, it's prestigious. Title. It's the to. first time. It matters. I don't know, man. I just know whoever does win, I don't think that's how the show ends. Unless it's, you know, Hangman and all the guys come out and hug him and shit. That's a nice way to end it. Yeah, like WrestleMania. But I think you end style. the show with a storyline because you want people tuning into TV. Yeah, so you don't just end it with, uh, oh, this person won, either a feel-good moment or a Jericho moment. Yeah. You end it with, uh-oh, some we got to tune in in October because some shit is about to go down. Yeah. But I know they also don't want to leave it too much of a cliffhanger because they don't want you going, well, I didn't get my match. Like It's going to be a mm. – I know AEW is big on this whole, like, we don't want DQs. We don't want people leaving going like, well, I was promised. Like, they want finishes. They I guess, want, like, yeah, less cliffhanger, but more a reason to tune in. But more of, like, in, a like reason to tune yeah. in, which is a debut, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks in a Triple uh, A tag team. Ooh, here's. No, never mind. Ladder match. I was going to oh, say wait, Omega what? comes out. You know, all the elite guys come out and hug him, but then, like, Omega fucking wrecks him. That's cool. And then bounces or something. That would be cool. And then it's like, fuck you guys, I come here, here's my storyline. I I come here and help, and I'm fucking losing and shit all the time, you know? Yeah. He should, yeah, I don't know, something. No, no, it's not bad. Triple A tag team match, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks. All All I know is I predict 
The Young Bucks will win as long as there's a rematch in Mexico where the Lucha Bros can win it back. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Lucha Bros win this one, man. I mean, they've been jobbing a lot. Yeah, I think they win them back, and then those titles disappear. You don't want to see those titles on television, unless that's part of the deal with AAA. I think this match is going to be amazing, though. Yeah, it is going to be amazing. I think there's going to be moments where you go, oh, come, why'd you get up so quick, dude? You just f- fell through 12 tables. I think a lot of heels are going to win. Like, I think... Cody versus Sean Spears. I think Spears is going to win. I think Spears has to win. What do you think? <laughs> I'm it. learning a lot here, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> learning a lot here. Speak up when you I need am, to. Uh, I am tuning in this, yeah. this weekend, though. All right, good. Best yeah, friends versus Dark in. Order. I guess they're going to fucking go with Dark Order. Yeah, Dark Order, dude. They're I don't dope. understand it, man. Okay, so, okay, if, if I remember correctly, uh, you know, there are these wrestlers, the, the Super Smash Bros were their names. Yeah. So they're the only guys who, like, they had to change their names when they joined the company. Yeah. Because what did you, like, just expect to fail your whole fucking careers that you yeah. named yourself after? That's insane. Well, also, it's probably an Nintendo copyright thing, right? It's like me, like, uh, I'm the Lion King. <laughs> and then I expect to succeed. you have a guy dressed as a fucking succeed? panda? <laughs> fucking makes no sense. So it's like, I get that you change your names. Apparently, these guys are legit, man. Apparently, they're like an amazing tag team. I haven't seen much of them. I'm not going to lie, but I'm excited for this match. Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. I think Havoc wins, dude. I think Darby wins as is, is much as it pains me to say. Why? Just because... Uh, I just don't like the whole fucking gimmick. He's a great wrestler. He's great in the No, room. no, I'm saying, why do you think he wins? I think he wins because he's, out of all those three, he's got the biggest upside. Mm. And, and I think they haven't done shit with win, Havoc right? yet. I don't think that's they've done anything win. with Havoc, and so they have Havoc win. He's older, he's more of a veteran. Give it to him, let him shine. Like, this I don't know, is we're his talking time about a shine. lot of heels going over. So what, dude? Uh, Raiho, Riho, sorry, versus Hikaru Shada. She did. I hope yeah, I, I mean, dude, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm like, not, what am I going to sit here and go, yeah. oh, Rio has the advantage. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know who I these didn't know. I thought, are. you know, I was really disappointed. I thought we were going to get an awesome Kong. Um, uh, was it uh, Aja Kong? Yeah, yeah. Match, but okay, we didn't but, get that. Well, I'm glad you don't get that because, dude, that's not going to be a very good match. It's just going to be a cool stare down and like one or two cool moves i think this is gonna be you know this is the match that like omega had done like apparently you know he went to japan and spoke to these women and made sure they came here like he's been dealing with them and he says they're gonna pull it off and these japanese female wrestlers are like better than everybody they're fucking good man they're very good at wrestling i mean they're tiny and stuff you know but they're like very good hard hitting women's casino battle royal which was a lot of fun the last time Britt Baker, Jazz, Sadie Gibbs, Teal Piper, Big Swole, Ariel, Ariel Monroe, Brandy Rhodes, Nyla Rose, Ali, Yuki Sakazaki. <laughs> you I'm fuck. I'm really glad I got that right. And uh, Ivelisse, I guess. Mm. I think it's going to be Britt Baker. I say Britt Baker because it's one of the only names I can pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what are you going to have Jazz win? That's yeah. fucking crazy. And Teal Piper seems like a nice person, but you just go, oh, you're Roddy Piper's daughter. That's why you're here. Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Is this pre-show? This is pre-show. Is pre-show. I'm going to say, did Angelico and Evans win at um the last show? I'm not sure. Who did they fight? I think, that, did they fight the best friends? I think we're getting Private Party going over. Here's why, because they're facing uh, the Young Bucks, like week two. Oh, all right. Uh, of, um, yeah, that know, makes sense. Of TV. I'll go with that. Very excited for this pay-per-view. Guys, please, please watch this pay-per-view. Yeah. Try to pay for it. I mean, I'm not going to blame you, but what I mean is, like, it's can not, you pay for no, it? No, I think so it's free on Bleacher not. Report. No. No, they're streaming it on Bleacher Report. No. I think so, man. I'll I'm look not... that up while you say yeah, the next thing. Yeah, okay. Holy shit. Is that a smart move, though? You think that's probably I think that's an amazing move. move. I just like, don't know just... if they're doing that. That would be I amazing. I think they're streaming it on Bleacher Report. Streaming wow. all out on Bleacher Report. I'm Googling it <laughs> as we speak. Google.com. Yeah, stream AEW All Out Live on... It's Bleach. 50 bucks. It's still 50, 50 bucks? $50. Wow. Whoa. So please, okay, everybody so buy mind. it. Okay, so Buy it. I will buy it. And then invite me over. Uh, I will be on the road, so sorry. Number 10, PCO dives out of dives out of the wrong side of the ring. Scott brought this to me. It was on Instagram. Look, man, I love PCO. That was awesome. 50-year-old man who's doing this crazy shit. Who had a fucking shit gimmick in WWF when it was WWF, and now he's got this crazy Frankenstein gimmick. 
but it also like I just felt really bad for him. That was Look, so funny. PCO, <laughs> I mean, he's clearly uh, a moron. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it doesn't even half makes like it's not even like an ah oh, yeah you know well it's like what the fuck were you thinking, dude? It makes no sense. I saw him wrestle. Oh. It was the best wrestling show I've ever been to. I've probably said it a bunch of times. I got to see Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega, dude. I, I look back at it. I go, man, that's a, mo- that's a moment life. in my life. You know, it really was great. It was a small venue. But before that, I saw fucking PCO, like, do a flip <laughs> off the ring and land on it. He's just a, a, a moron, <laughs> a bump machine. And then, you know, when it happens in the ring, you go, okay, fine. Like, he's fucked up a million times. And you go, well, at least it's in the ring. This dude dove out of the ring. Head first onto the ground because he thought <laughs> three guys were there, but they were on the other side of the ring. So I have a couple of questions. Wait, what was his gimmick in WWF? He was John Pierre Lafitte. Do you remember the pirate? Yes. Okay. He was that, and then he was a Quebecer before that. Okay. So when did you think that uh, he realized uh, it was one of those slow motion things as he was jumping out of the ring? Do you think he realized, oh shit, this is not the right side, or do you think he hit his head before that that like fucked him up? He didn't know where he was going. Dude, like, I still don't think he knows why nobody catched him. Or maybe he still thinks he landed oh, on people. How do you say that? <laughs> I talked to him before when I fucked up that Joey Janela show. I talked to him. He's a very nice guy. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. He's taking a lot of bumps. Yeah. That was I also so like, I mean, it, it does say a lot about him that you're like, you know, he used to have these terrible gimmicks like a pirate and all this stuff. Uh, and now he's like Frankenstein. And it's really great. He just acts like Frankenstein. <laughs> he shit. All right. We're going to do a bonus number 11. Uh, new, new segment on the show. Shoot of the week. I went uh, back to the well, which is insane clown posse. Um, two videos I had you guys watch. One is they tell this crazy Goldberg story, and then they have they go through this. Where's the segment? Uh, which is on who's the guy who does it for those shooting yeah, interviews? I don't yeah, know. He's, I know he's, he's damn good though. He's yeah, really he's good. good. I mean, he's kind of pervy. There's like a per- like it's always just like all right, uh, know, talk about uh, dick sizes. Yeah, yeah. He's a little like, pervy. Yeah, he just throws I mean, it away. Like it's like commentary.com. It's all very. But he's like, very good. It's all very like who have you had sex with? Uh, who do you think would be good at having sex with you? It's yeah. all like very it's all like strange. Who, who's a hoe? Who's yeah, not there's a lot of that. Yeah. That first story was ICP watching Goldberg commit a crime, and then saying like, "I don't want to be part of ratting Goldberg out, bro." Yeah, they're they're badasses, man. <laughs> the thing, like just just uh, this that story was crazy to me that Goldberg got so offended. That somebody didn't want to shake his hand after his hands had been on his nuts. Like the offense he took to throw somebody like over the guardrail or some yeah. shit. Oh my god. Oh my it's kind of lovely. And look, look, I, I will, you know, shit talk like the leader of a foreign country and die for yeah, yeah. nine hundred, but you're not gonna hear me on this podcast shit talk the ICP, man. <laughs> <laughs> no chance in hell. Would you shake Goldberg's I will let a dictator kill me. I'm not letting these fucking juggalos kill me, dude. Would you? Would you? Yes, true. I'm not going out like that. I mean, it, it is funnier. It's a funnier. It's definitely going to make dude, the if, New like, you Jersey were murdered papers. by juggalos. I mean, that's a way to go. Yeah. That's like a fucking the shittiest Netflix documentary ever. <laughs> like, because there's going to be no mystery well, to it. Well, they're considered a gang, right? They were, I think they were on the Southern Poverty Law Center for a second. As a yeah. Satirist. But aren't they like weirdly getting like peaceful these days? Like, aren't they like, isn't that yeah. they're transitioning to that? I think like they went I, from like crystal meth to Molly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. But yeah, there's amazing documentaries. But they were kind of a good interview on this. Like, they were, they're fun to watch. Yeah. When I wrote at Fuse, I was writing on the show at Fuse, and uh, Uh it was Amy Schumer's first show before Mm -hmm. she uh, uh, smartened up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But no, uh, the ICP was just like walking through our offices one day, like, just like the cubicles. And like, I remember I was in the bathroom with them, and they still like talk like that. It's not like a gimmick. Oh, that's them, man. Yeah. That's why it works so well. Who, and then That's they, why the people connect, dude. They know they're not full of shit like the rest of the fucking music industry, bro. <laughs> yeah. And they're also brilliant musicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the, the second video is that just saying, like, who's a dick and who's not a dick. Yeah. They mostly think people are cool. They really I like, do. They made a song called Slim Anus. <laughs> 
about uh, about Slim Shady, Eminem. It was like a diss track in the 90s. What does oh. that mean? Like you have a, just a small butthole? Dude, yeah, man, exactly. you got a small butthole. So Eminem's response is like, I'm not going to say what he said, but in it he goes, you're goddamn right, Slim Anus. And then he explains why. It's like, of course my anus would be Slim. And it's like, why would you say Slim Anus? It doesn't rhyme with Shady. It doesn't. <laughs> Who did they think was a, a dick? There's only like one or two people they thought were dicks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, because it's Greg, Greg Valentine. They, they like, love him. Was Conan? Did they think Conan was they a like dick? They like Conan, I think. No, no, Conan was a dick. He was? Yeah, he was a dick for oh. them. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because he was ethnic or not. They thought Honky Tonk Man was a dick. Everybody thinks Honky Tonk Man is a dick. Yeah. Um, but please check this video out. Check out all of I think it's, he ICP thinks like having shit. a small asshole is like with the fat one. I don't know what his name is. But he they thinks also, having, I it's think not he, just because they're fat and skinny. They facially look exactly like Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. <laughs> oh, wow. Like that's facially, good. That's good. Exa- I'm not, this is not a weight thing. They this are, is a your faces are exactly those people. They are today's Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Wow. Did you hang out with them? Fuck yes, I'd hang out with them. I'd hang out with them. Do you hear that story yeah. they they talked they told about uh, when they uh, got a, a put in a room to put on their makeup at like uh, a SummerSlam? It was or SummerSlam and Taker and Stone Cold were going. Yeah, it was the only match. room that they had a mirror, and then that yeah, exactly. Taker and Stone Cold were going over their spots. That must for the have match. been so fucking awkward for Taker oh and Stone God. Cold. They're like planning their match, and then they look over and they see these like <laughs> rapper clowns like just lustily shit. like look at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fine. we'll close on that. Just check it out as many ICP. Fucking shoot interviews as you can. It's enjoyable. You're always gonna learn something new, you know. Oh, he's they think Bill O'Reilly's a dick. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. He should have him on his new podcast. Oh God, Bill O'Reilly, man, that's where you go. He's got one. It's where Al Franken went. Did he? <laughs> yeah, Al Franken has a podcast now. Oh, I thought you said Al Franken went to Bill O'Reilly's Bill. podcast. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's the next step. Jeremy Piven will have a podcast. Yeah, guys. So listen, if you're afraid to have a podcast because you think it's stupid, <laughs> I mean, now Franken's doing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go through some uh, promotions. Zach, you got anything? Our Wonder Boy producer? No. All right. Um, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, tune into season three of The Deuce uh, Monday, September 9th, HBO. It's awesome, gonna be a good man. one. Check it out. Scotty Hell, Yeah. Uh Luger Fest is this coming out tomorrow? This is coming out yeah, tonight or tomorrow. All right. So Luger Fest is uh th- this Thursday. Yeah, go to that, folks. Know, August uh 29th. Please come out. Brooklyn uh, Steel. Tickets are still on sale, which is fucking hilarious uh to me. Because it's all these, you know, big names and then but it's Kevin's, you know, it's a tribute to our dead friend Kevin. So of course, <laughs> he it's, not gonna, it of course it's not gonna no sell out. Yeah, there's something very funny uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That it's like all these dude, it's Michael Che, Michelle Wolf, the Lucas brothers, Dan Soder. And it everyone's just, just like for career. Kevin Barnett? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> They're just cute and fun and makes me happy. Um so definitely come to that. And then also uh I don't know what else I'm doing, man. I'll tell you guys next week. Yeah, just check out my uh, <laughs> dates online on dancestermain.net. Uh, check out my albums are also on there. So be uh, and and rate and subscribe to this podcast, man. Tell more people about it. Give us more reviews. We went down to a four point five. I want to get up to a five again for my own ego. Of course, man. I get it. Five. Give us a give us a couple of nice reviews. Guys. Yeah, man. And get some blue chew. Get some blue chew. Yeah, Our dicks have thing. been soft this whole time. Yeah. We're about to pop a <laughs> Not couple. Not for right long, now. though, baby. Not for long. We are gonna fuck each other. Yeah. See you next week. Stay in our <laughs>